0: Welcome to Men Alive, where we examine biblical principles related to becoming conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Brooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, a consultant in adult education and director of Go Teach Global. Dr. Jim.
1: Thanks, Paul. What comes to your mind when you
0: hear the word Stress. Usually it means being expected to do something that is new or unfamiliar.
1: Right on. It could be anything that pushes us away from equilibrium or normal. The English word stress comes from the Latin word stringere. Paul, you study Latin. Tell us how you pronounce
0: the word and what it means. Stringere means literally to draw tight. It's used to describe hardships or afflictions. We could say that stress is anything that triggers the body's adaptive mechanisms. Could range from a loud noise to criticism. Sounds good to me.
1: Let's just say stress is any force that puts a psychological or physical factor within our body beyond its normal range and stability, thereby producing a strain or tightness. The two factors that create stress both begin with H, hopelessness and helplessness. Stress is not evil. It is an essential part of a healthy life, but without stress or realistic stress, we would die. Years ago, Professor Holmes from Washington State University in Seattle did an extensive study on stress and how some people develop stress related illnesses when the stresses in their life go beyond a certain level. Dr. Holmes assigned a number to what he entitled Life Change Events both positive and negative stress factors. Each factor received what he called a life change unit. These events went from a high, such as death of a spouse at 100 life change units, down to vacations at 13, and even Christmas received 12 LCUs life change units. Dr. Holmes demonstrated something that physicians have suspected. Stressful events Reduce the body's natural defenses against disease and increase the likelihood of illness. What we want to consider today is how some people can endure more stress and have less stress-related illnesses than others who experience the same amount of stress.
0: We said in the introduction, Jim, that we would examine biblical principles for becoming conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. How did Jesus handle stress?
1: When I look at Holmes' life change units, Jesus had more than his share of stress in his lifetime. Keeping in mind that Jesus was fully human and fully divine, as God with us in the flesh, we have to remember that we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way or We could say he was stressed in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Jesus experienced stress. Here are a few of his stress factors or life change units. Jesus had no fixed address during his three years of ministry in Galilee. The Pharisees knew he was from Nazareth. They even mocked him and said, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? But Jesus traveled constantly and slept in a new place almost every night. Jesus said to one person who wanted to follow him, The foxes have burrows to sleep in, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Jesus faced great stress when he received news of John the Baptist being beheaded. John was his first cousin, a close peer-age relative, who had baptized him in the Jordan River and announced the beginning of Christ's ministry. A difficult loss and stress for Jesus soon after starting his ministry. Jesus had constant harassment from the Pharisees. Threats, intimidation. Many times scripture says the Pharisees plotted to kill him. Receiving death threats today can give a person PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. The religious leaders followed Jesus day and night, plotting how they could kill him.
0: That would be stress in our world. You and I have visited Christians in countries where they are being pursued, arrested, put in prison, even killed, just for being a follower of Jesus Christ.
1: That is stress to live under those conditions. Yet Jesus said, blessed are you when men hate you, exclude you, insult you, and reject you for my name's sake. Jesus knew the stress of all four. He was hated by the political leaders, excluded by the religious leaders, insulted by his family brothers, and rejected by his own Jewish people who said, crucify him, crucify him.
0: In our Standing Strong Through the Storm seminars, Jim, you and I call these four verbs in an acrostic, our air chart, H-E-I-R, hated. Excluded, insulted, rejected in the New International Version of the Bible. Romans 8.17 then says, Now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. This is a good time, Jim, for me to de-stress and share with our listeners that this is Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham from Go Teach Global. We'll share more contact information at the end of the program.
1: Think of the stress Jesus experienced related to constant opposition from those who hated and intimidated him. Hebrews twelve three says Jesus endured such opposition from sinful men so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Since God wants us to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ, then when we face stress from opposition or intimidation, we are not to grow weary, lose heart, and give up. Keep going, men. Remember the command given by our Lord, go into all the world. He did not say, go only to friendly people who agree with you. Matthew 5.11 reveals a peculiar blessing. It says, Blessed are you when people falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. This is not the normal way we view blessings. Jesus endured stress from all the disinformation spoken about him. The religious leaders even said he did miracles by the power of Beelzebub or Satan. Do you and I view false accusations as a blessing or as more stress? Finally, the religious leaders were able to increase the stress for Jesus by depriving him of justice. How would we feel to be innocent yet wrongly charged? Truthful yet accused of lying? These charges would produce stress. Acts 8.33 says, In his humiliation, he, Jesus, was deprived of justice. And in all of this, he opened not his mouth and did not strike back. Then came the end, the final stress of mistreatment, physical torture, emotional struggles, and spiritual battles with Satan, who is trying to kill him. Think of a Christian you know in prison or experiencing stress. If we are being conformed to the image of Jesus Christ, we will obey Hebrews 13.3 and remember those in prison as if you were their fellow prisoners, and those who are mistreated as if you yourselves were suffering. While enduring all this suffering, stress, Jesus was simultaneously seeking to train his disciples, heal people, teach people, and finish the work his heavenly Father sent him to do so that on the cross he could say, it is finished. This thing we call stress has a number of signals. Worry, irritability, sleep disturbance, unable to get the sleep, or waking up in the middle of the night, weird dreams, or just being tired all the time, depression, interpersonal conflicts, a critical attitude, forgetfulness, withdrawing. Many times these signs are stress-related. Each factor causing stress can be considered either a negative factor or a positive factor. Getting cancer is considered a negative stress. Celebrating a birthday or Christmas is considered a positive stress for most of us, both examples, negative and positive, move our equilibrium out of balance causing stress. Some things causing stress are out of our control. Some are under our control. The death of a spouse is usually out of our control. If you murder your wife, it creates a whole new level of stress. But winning a lottery ticket is out of our control. Some things causing stress are not our personal cause or responsibility. Some are. Car accidents are often beyond our control, such as our friend who was hit head-on by a driver who had fallen asleep. The impact of the crash killed my friend's wife and his wife's mother. His injuries took over 35 major surgeries to heal, and it took over 10 years to be compensated by the insurance company. That is stress. Yet his faith in Christ remains vibrant. Some stress factors are easier to accept or adjust to than others. Some stress comes from guilt over one's actions. Some stress creates joy, like a wedding or the birth of a child. Some stress creates pride, like a graduation and others causes us to rationalize, like when we try to explain why did our marriage end and our wife file for divorce. McQuaid and Aikman in their book on stress state the Judeo-Christian religion may be one of the best instruments for allaying stress that the world has ever known. It, the Christian faith, argues that whatever role a believer chooses to play, however humble, it is an important one created by God for a reason. It tells him God cares for him, loves him, and will forgive him, and will go on looking after him no matter what. Isaiah tells us that God has promised to keep in perfect peace all who trust in him, all whose thoughts are fixed on him, Isaiah 26.3. In the original language, the imagery was one of the ropes that held a mast upright even in a storm. Norman Vincent Peale wrote, If our mind is fixed or stayed on God, to use an old English word, it means your mind is braced on God, the vast, unmovable, unchanging, everlasting God. The anxieties and confusions and tensions that surround you will not penetrate the peace that enfolds you. You will be quiet and controlled without strain or Stress. Jesus made it clear that he's walking with us to help us deal with stress. Stress is manageable. If we handle it correctly, it will make us stronger. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And
0: learn from me, for I am gentle and humble. Thanks, Jim. There you have it, men. With the help of the Holy Spirit, Stress is Bearable and Manageable. For a printed copy of this program's teaching or with any questions you may have, email Dr. Jim. His address is menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global. For more information, go to our website at www.goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Esterbrooks. On behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to be men alive, conform to the image of Jesus Christ.